America is bracing itself for a possible French fry shortage. Oh, no. A woman sprays fresh breast milk at a trolley operator in Germany. And Christians are disappointed that a piece of wood allegedly from Jesus' manger is so dang small. These are the weird stories for today. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. I'm recording it from Los Angeles. I hope you're here to listen to some of this weird stuff, maybe learn something about yourself and the world around you, and maybe laugh a little bit, get yourself in a good mood. As an alternative to mainstream news, which can depress you, Weird AF News tries to bring you something lighthearted. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. Guys, brace yourself. Especially Americans. There may be a French fry shortage. Oh, no. I can't live without French fries. Why? Why? Why a French fry shortage? Well, apparently there's a poor potato harvest this year. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe this. Potato processors are rushing to buy supplies, ship them across North America in order to keep French fries on the menu. This is after a cold, wet weather damaged potato crops in key production centers in the U.S. and Canada. Cool conditions started to hit potato growing regions in October, lashing the potatoes with a frost. Farmers in Alberta, Canada, and Idaho were able to dig up some damaged crops for some storage, but potato growers in Manitoba, North Dakota, and Minnesota received some snow and some rain as well, forcing them to abandon their potato supplies right there in the fields. As this wild weather hurt the potato crops, an increase in fry processing capacity in Canada has boosted demand for French frying. The combination will lead to tight supplies, and it's likely that potato prices could climb this year across North America. Unbelievable. International costs may also rise as the U.S. won't be able to export as many potatoes as they normally would. Here's a quote, a quote from an, a potato industry person. He's with the Idaho Potato Commission. Oh, that's a fun job, right? Would you just eat French fries all day? Sounds amazing. French fry demand has just been outstanding lately, and so supplies can't even meet the demand. Thank you for that, Director of the Potato Commission. The United Potato Growers of Canada estimates about 12,000 Manitoba acres, which also equates to 18% of the province's planted area, were left completely unharvested. This is equal to what was abandoned for all of Canada last season. About 6.5% of Alberta's potatoes as a whole are estimated to be frost damage. Manitoba is Canada's second largest grower, followed by Alberta. This is very alarming. The U.S. Department of Agriculture forecasts domestic output will drop by at least 6% this year. That's the lowest since 2010. In Idaho, the top potato producer is forecast to fall 5.5%. Unbelievable. I would say this is a nearing alarming conditions when I have to go without French fries for the foreseeable future. What am I going to do? I had some sweet potato French fries yesterday that blew my mind. I tell you, when given a choice, 
I'm going with sweet potato fries most of the time. I mean, they're so tasty. You don't even need a dipping sauce. I know. Isn't that crazy? I did have two dipping sauces. Okay. A chipotle mayo, which I highly recommend on any French fry. And then your classic ketchup works very well. Now, if we're talking about uh, being at such places as McDonald's, I am not above dipping my French fries in that sweet and sour sauce or any nugget sauce for this for that matter the honey mustard oh that's perfect for french fries over there french fries are just outstanding i can't i can't pitch the benefits and the qualities of sweet potato fries in general do you guys do you guys prefer sweet potato over the regular call in and tell me this is a very important issue i think where do you fall on the potato on the french fry fence sweet potato or regular 646-450-2012. Also, I want to open up the hotlines to those of you who are um, are suffering from a French fry shortage in your life. Maybe you're in one of these regions that is really struggling to get French fries on the menu. Uh, call and feel free to just, you know, just vent on Weird AF News. You can cry all day if you want. I, I, I totally support it. We're here for you. Weird AF News is here for you. I am here for you to get you through this French fry shortage. A woman sprays fresh breast milk at a trolley ticket inspector in Germany. How dare she? <laughs> How dare she? Ooh, this article begins with a very funny pun. I appreciate a good pun here and there. Well, a woman aboard a tram in Germany reportedly sprayed a ticket taker with her fresh-from-the-source breast milk after the worker ordered her and her pal to get off at the next stop because they didn't have train tickets. She's being investigated for assault. The milky incident happened on a local tram line in the western city of Gelsenkirchen. This was over the weekend. Police say that when a ticket inspector requested the identification of the 31-year-old woman and her male companion, the woman exposed her breast and sprayed the ticket controller with breast milk. The man traveling with the woman fled the scene following this shocking boob job. A <laughs> boob job. This guy just ran away. He didn't want to be tied up in this whole breast milk shooting. <laughs> I, I don't want to be linked to a shooting. A gun shooting? No, a breast milk shooting. Responding police officers were forced to pin the woman down to the ground after she refused to provide identifying information. Ooh, and she was probably just blasting away her breast milk at everybody around her. You think the police drew her, drew their guns? All right, get down. She's shooting. <laughs> Do you think they went and ran and got their riot gear, you know? Like a shield and that little uh, face visor to shield their eyes from the um, onslaught of fresh breast milk? Hey, you can't be too careful around this breast milk. You don't want that you don't want to get that in your eye. The woman was taken into custody, brought to the police station where police initiated a criminal complaint for riding without a ticket and grievous bodily harm. <laughs> I love that. They consider, you know, a breast milk shoot grievous bodily harm. Funny. I guess in a way it is grievous. I mean, it's it's certainly... um. Well, it is a body fluid, you know. I mean, of all the body fluids, though, I'm probably least afraid of breast milk. 
I'd, I'd rather take breast milk to the face than someone spitting saliva in my face, to be honest with you. You know, I don't know where their mouth has been. And, you know, the breast milk is, if it's fresh out of the tap, I mean, is it, I don't think it's that bad, you know. I guess depending on her diet, it could be tainted with something. I don't know, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not that afraid of breast milk. Um, if, I find it delicious. <laughs> That's weird. Hey, I'm just being honest, okay? All right? I'm not going to say I haven't had my my share of some fresh breast milk, okay? As a as a as an infant, of course, and then uh, you know, as an adult, yeah. Hey, sometimes you get caught up in the moment, guys, in the bedroom, and who knows what's going to go down? All right? It's a little fresh breast milk on the scene. This isn't going to scare me away. I'm just telling you like it is. I do find it alarming that this woman would attack somebody with her breast milk. It seems uh, a very strange thing to do. Why wouldn't you slap the guy first? It really, the first thing that came to your mind was to whip out your tit and spray him in the face? That seems strange. Perhaps she thought that if she did this, nobody can say anything, you know? Maybe she thought she's walking the line of, like, assault. She had no idea there was a a law on the books called grievous bodily harm from a titty. (laughs) She's like, ah, no one's going to... Who can convict me for this? Am I really going to do time for this? This People are just going to laugh at this. The judge will not, you know, put the hammer on me for this. Well, yeah. Well, listen, lady who's refusing to identify herself. Little do you know that uh, spraying breast milk in the eye of a government employee is, uh, is a quick way to get, to get a complaint, possibly some jail time. You know, in her defense, maybe the ticket taker looked like um, looked like he or she, you know, needed some nutrition, you know? <laughs> All right. This, I'm just getting ridiculous with this now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sure I could have made this way more funnier than I have, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just all out of jokes. Just gave birth to two babies and they ain't mine, ain't mine babies. Just gave birth to two babies and they ain't mine, ain't my babies. They ain't even my ethnicity. I'm gonna sue someone for screwing up this fertility, mm-hmm, baby. Christians are extremely disappointed that a piece of wood allegedly from Jesus' manger is so small. Why is it so small? We want the whole manger. Don't you have the whole manger? Can't you piece it together somehow? Well, a fragment of wood reputed to be from the manger where Jesus was born arrived in Bethlehem from the Vatican over the weekend, kicking off the Christmas season at the town revered revered as the place of Jesus' birth. The wood piece is just a few centimeters long, and people are not pleased. Why can't it be more? Why can't it be longer? Can't we have the entire roof of the manger? What is wrong with you? Wow, very demanding, these Christians. (laughs) It's not good enough to have just a tiny piece of it. You want the whole damn thing? Why can't we have Jesus' diaper on display? What's wrong with you? This is Christmas after all. So this piece of wood was uh, once kept in the Basilica of Santa Maria Maggiore in Rome, and I do believe I just slam-dunked that pronunciation. The piece of wood was handed over earlier this week to the custodian of the Bethlehem Church, who said it brought, quote, great honor to believers and pilgrims in the area. I love how they still use the word pilgrims, 
Yes, the pilgrims are going to love this piece of wood. They would like the pilgrims would like the wood to be larger, though. If you could, if you could just supersize that manger wood, that would be helpful. The provenance of ancient relics is often very questionable. You should know. Still, these objects are revered, revered again by the Christian faithful. Among them, the coachloads of pilgrims who squeeze through a very narrow entrance in the Church of the Nativity to visit the birth grotto that is its centerpiece. Ooh, they're visiting a birth grotto. I've never been to a birth grotto. Have you guys been to a birth grotto? I'd like to visit a birth grotto on Christmas. I want to see a piece of wood that was part of his nativity birth scene. Is this a new song I need to write? I'm disappointed in the size of the wood piece, just a few centimeters long. I paid big bucks to see the piece of wood from Jesus' manger. (laughs) This is ridiculous. According to the Custos, I don't know what that is, the Custos of the Holy Land for the Catholic Church, Francesco Patton, this relic dates back more than 2,000 years. Wow. Wow. How did you know that? Did you do the math yourself? That's really, that's amazing. I'm going to say it's 2000, maybe 2019 years. Did I nail it? I'm not so good at math. I'm just just doing the math. Uh, Apparently this was sent to the Vatican in the 7th century, and no doubt someone made a pretty penny off it. It's probably just a piece of wood from their their front porch (laughs) that they sold to the Vatican (laughs) as the manger of Jesus. The uh, the piece of manger is encased in a silver-colored ornamental tabletop stand, and we'll begin the bidding at 1,500 euros. <laughs> it actually says it's encased in a silver-colored ornamental tabletop stand. Ooh, perhaps I could uh, take it home, put it next to my tree for Christmas. This relic was unveiled to the public on Friday at the Notre Dame of Jerusalem Center before it was taken to Bethlehem on Saturday. This little piece of wood is moving around. It's probably accompanied by some uh, manger guards, ancient wooden manger guards, you know. Um, I, I, I hope we can all bring some common sense to this and uh, come to the same conclusion as me in that this is most likely not a piece of Jesus's manger. Just going to say that out there. You, you don't really think it is, do you? I hope not. You know, uh, these relics are very questionable. I think like things like the Shroud of Turin. Do you guys know what this is? Purportedly, it's the sheet that Jesus' body was wrapped in after he was pulled down from his crucifixion. But uh, this thing has been tested again and again uh, by professionals, scientists, etc. And uh, been shown beyond a reasonable doubt that it is not even from the same era (laughs) of Jesus' crucifixion. So... But people still want to believe that it is, uh, and just as people will want to believe that this little fragment of wood is a piece of Jesus' manger, and that it is too damn small. You know, I hope to be so popular someday that they can pass around, a, you know, a piece of my my baby crib, you know, and uh, people would worship that. Or maybe just one of my eyebrow hairs. That'd be pretty cool. People would just, just pass my eyebrow hairs around the world. This guy, this is the eyebrow hair of, of someone who, who hosted a very, um, you know, questionable podcast. Uh, a lot of facts were put out there that weren't true, and he thought he was funny. His singing was, uh, you know, 
subpar, perhaps, but uh, we dealt with him. We dealt with him. And uh, now we worship his eyebrow hair. Oh, that is so weird. I shouldn't even include that, but I'm gonna. Hey, what's up, weirdos? I want to give a, a little bit of love to some people who reached out to me. Michelle Zanta wrote me a review. It says, I set my Alexa up to play Jonesy's Weird AF News first thing while I get my morning coffee. He manages to make me laugh at 6 a.m., which is a total miracle as I'm not even remotely a morning person. Thanks for all the laughs, Jonesy. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for this great review. Appreciate that. I love that you listen during your morning coffee. 6 a.m. is a little early for me, but hey, you got to do what you got to do to get through the day. Am I right, y'all? Eric Friedlander wrote me a nice email said, Dude, just want to check in and tell you you're doing an amazing job. Keep it going. I love listening to you at work. Your singing and your commentary keep me laughing out loud. Love you, bro. I love you too, bro. And happy holidays to you, Eric. I love it when people reach out to me like that. I have another review on iTunes. Someone uh, by the name of Lana Del Rey's baby <laughs> just wrote, give me, gave me five stars and wrote, Great work, Jonesy. Unbelievable. I like that. See, you don't even have to write much. Just give me five stars and write, dude, awesome. And I'll be totally pleased. I'm going to give some special love to um, two very special fans who were visiting L.A. from Poland. Did you even know I had fans in Poland? Yes, I do. I'm talking about uh, Eric and Sveta, which I uh, I met yesterday for a, a beer and we had an, a lovely time, and they gave me a gift bag. Fantastic. We spent a couple hours drinking beers, having snacks, catching catching up. Not catching up so much, but getting to know each other. Had a fantastic time. Uh, and they gave me some lovely gifts, uh, uh, some amazing Polish vodka and some chocolate. Just outstanding people. And I, I had a wonderful afternoon. So big shout-out to Eric and Sveta. Uh, Eric happens to be a, a very successful uh, DJ. You can uh, look him up. Uh, he goes by the name of Excellent, X-I-L-E-N-T, and you can follow him on Instagram and on his website, which I believe is excellent.com. Uh, I posted a photo on Instagram of, uh, with these people, so you can also reach out to – you can also follow him on there as well. So my Instagram is at funnyjones. Also got a message – from a, a longtime listener named Wayfarer, says, uh, Hey, although I don't agree with everything you say, Jonesy, and that goes for most people I listen to, I am very proud of what you are trying to do with your daily podcast. People take life too dank serious, and a little levity in our lives is truly needed in today's day and age. And yes, you can quote me on that. Sweet, I'll totally quote you on that. I just did. Also, M Michelle G sent me a message. Jonesy, you're so cute. I like your stance on women staying home during their menstrual cycle. I think it's adorable. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for your podcast that makes me smile in the mornings. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. You guys are wonderful. Um, I appreciate all of you reaching out to me uh, with encouraging messages. and Happy holidays to you. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. It's, it's just uh, it, it's lovely to hear from you. And now I'm droning on and on, sounding like a, a mushy, sensitive idiot. Um, you can always reach out via... Email funnyjones at gmail.com. You have the number. Uh, you have the Instagram. The Twitter is also at funnyjones. And Facebook, it's comedian jonesy. Please write me a review. I'll be reading reviews all week from people who write me reviews. Appreciate that. Uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, 
Amazon, wherever you can write a review. I don't know where you can write these reviews, but apparently you can. So just send me that and let me know you did. You don't have to write much. Give me some stars, or a like, and a little blurb, and that would make my day. Um, I'll be so grateful, very thankful. Uh, lastly, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where you can support the show. And get bonus episodes and videos as well. I just posted a video of a weird place that I visited called Christ Park. It's located out near Joshua Tree. Very strange place with a strange history. And I cut together about a four-minute video that's very funny. My interaction um, with the statues there and stuff is, is, is classic. So you'll, you'll love that. It's funny stuff. And you'll learn a little bit about the place. Uh, so yeah, check out patreon.com slash weirdafnews. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. Man, Jonesy, I call you too much. I just do. I, I can't stop. But <laughs> I had to tell you that your younger fans are effing awesome, man. Um, God, oh, my God. I forgot their name already, and I just got done listening to them talk. Oh, my God, I smoke too much. Anyways, they were calling and commenting on the lady that called the police to report a dead body in her driveway, and um, she's actually the one that killed him. They were trying to describe what that was. They're like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. And they were looking for the words. And I have the words for them. They did, they did it. They had me rolling, too. But just to say, just so you know, you said it perfectly without knowing it. The words to describe what that was is there are no words. <laughs> there are no words to describe what it is for someone to kill somebody and call the cops and say someone's a dead body in the driveway and they're the one that killed it. I mean, there are no words. There's just no words. And <laughs> you described it great. <laughs> You're awesome, man.